Hello everyone, you are now tuning into Armlet Podcast. I'm your host, the Armlet himself, and today I would like to discuss on habits. See, a good friend of mine told me this years ago, and it completely opened my eyes, and so I'd like to share it with you. He said, love is nothing but habit. And I've come to realize that it's true, everything about love is habit. Now, I've said it before in my previous podcast that when you meet someone and you fall in love with them, that's not actually love, that's infatuation. That is an important distinction. Like, because, love, despite. Loving someone is a decision you make every single day. So these things that you do every single day to tell her you love her, that's love. That is what she is in love with, that is what you are in love with. If you don't believe me, try to take a moment to reflect on your current relationship or your past relationship if you're currently single. Now, what are these little habits that you guys have that you love? Imagine if all those habits no longer exist. Imagine if you just stopped doing those habits. She stopped doing those habits. Would you still want to be in that relationship? Would you feel like she loved you? And this is why in my previous podcast about love languages, I specifically talk about creating little habits of communication, little habits to say, I love you every single day, because that's what love is. The love between you is these habits that you created together. And that's why when we have not moved on from our ex, we tend to revisit these habits. We try to recreate it with someone else because You are still yearning for that same love that you had. You still miss those little habits that you had with your ex. Now, I'm not saying that every relationship has to have a new habit. Because then how creative and innovative do you have to be if you have like 10 exes and you have to create brand new habits every single time, right? And more importantly, I think, where's your consistency as a human being? But here's the thing, though. There are three different habits that you need to be aware of. First is your habit. The second is your partner's habit. And the last is the habits that you created together. So say watching movie is your own habit. You do it all the time with or without a partner and you want to keep on doing it. In that case, you can keep it. And you can bring it to every relationship that you're going to go to. You can come into the relationship and say, hey, I like watching movies. Can we watch a movie together, say, every Saturday night or before bed or whatever your habit is? But say you have this habit with your ex where you watch every Marvel movie together. And specifically on the day that these movies came out. And then after that, you'd go to this one cafe or one restaurant and talk about the movie. Then this is a habit that you created with your partner from having a similar interest in Marvel movies, a similar interest in discussing about movies, and a similar fondness of that particular cafe or restaurant. And so trying to recreate this specific habit with your new partner wouldn't be fair because she might not like Marvel movies as much as the last one, or she might not enjoy watching movies in theater. She might prefer to watch it at home. She might not even like the cafe or restaurant that you went to, even though it's really good and cheap. So if you're asking your current partner to be your ex so that you can relive the days you don't want to let go, well, that's not fair, that's selfish. 
And if watching a movie was your partner's habit, not yours, it wasn't something that you really like, but you like doing it with her, and you want your next partner to have that habit, then maybe you haven't quite moved on just yet and you're just looking for a rebound. Now, I'm not saying that you can't take interest in new things. It is possible that after that relationship, you've come to learn that you do enjoy watching movies and you want that in all your next relationship. But there is a slight but distinct difference between starting to like something for yourself and liking something because it reminds you of her. And this is exactly why breakup hurts, because then you have to change all these habits that you love. You have to let go of a part of you. Because although watching movies may not be something that you truly love, but there is a part of you that loves watching movies, because or else the habit would have never formed in the first place. And you get to do more of that in that relationship, because maybe she knows all the good movies, or maybe she makes watching movies a lot more fun. Or maybe you just don't like doing it alone, but you enjoy watching movies with a company. And you have to lose that part of you. Now, I think we all know that changing a habit that you like is never easy. Like, imagine if you have created this habit that you love, say, going to the gym after office twice a week, and then pandemic hits and no gym is open and you can't exercise much at home. It's going to be frustrating. The difference is, in the breakup, you actually have someone to blame. The difference is, in the breakup, you have to start in your head that says, this person could have given me this, but she would rather not. That would be like someone stopping you with all their might so that you can't go to the gym. And that's why breakup hurts. Because you have to let go of the habit that you've come to love. But if you think changing a habit that you love is hard, imagine what it's like to create a new habit. How hard would that be? Imagine having to spend your entire life as a couch potato, and the only part of your body that you regularly exercise are your fingers, well, mostly your thumb and your right hand. And then one day you wake up and for health reasons you have to start working out. Now it's a healthy habit, and in the long run you'll enjoy it. You'll feel its benefits. You'll feel a lot better, and you wouldn't want to stop by then. Much like when a kid runs around not wanting to go to the shower, but once they get into the shower, they don't want to stop. But just because you know you love it and you'll feel a lot better in the future, doesn't make it any easier, is it? It does not make it any more comfortable to fight those lethargic feelings and those exhaustion that you feel before starting your workout. And it's still hard to push yourself to keep doing it when you still feel a little sore in your arms after your last workout even though you're doing leg day today. And that's the exact same thing with relationships. If you have lived your lives from one bad relationship to the next, being in a healthy relationship can be really scary. You will feel this reluctance. You will still have that fear, that anxiety, that thought at the back of your head saying this isn't right, saying that you don't deserve this, saying that you should do more, you should be more, or else it wouldn't be fair for you the person, and before you know it, you're maxed out. You find yourself at the end of the rope, at the last bit of your strength, and so you walked away, feeling like she was asking for too much, feeling like you can never measure up to her standards, 
and she has done nothing but appreciate you for every little thing that you do. She has never demanded anything out of you. You just felt the need to measure up. And that is why when he ignored you, or she ignored you, when she didn't give a shit, when she used you, when she hurt you on a daily basis, you stayed. Because that is what you're used to. As weird as it sounds, you feel more comfortable in that because you know what to do. You know how to work through that. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, you can say that you tried. And then you came out the hero, the one who fought for the relationship despite the hurt, despite the abuse. Do you not know that you have always been the hero? You are the main character in your life. And you don't have to prove it to anyone. But the truth is, this is the habit that has already been formed since you were at a very young age. This is the first habit that you have in a relationship. And the first habit is formed with your parents. That is the love that you've come to know. That is the love that you've come to see. Now, some of us were blessed enough to have a great habit with our parents. But some of us has to put up with toxic parents that project themselves into their kids. Parents that condemns the part of themselves that they see in their kids. Parents that looks into this little reflection of themselves and hated it. And so these kids grew up believing that they deserve to be hated. They grew up believing that they are unlovable. When in fact your parents never hated you. Your parents hated themselves. But you were too young to know any better. And then there were your exes that you had that didn't know any better either. They hurt you and they cheated on you and got you traumatized one way or the other. And so you learn that love isn't as beautiful as they said. And so you have this idea about a relationship based on your experiences. And you failed to recognize that what you learned wasn't all there is to it. And whenever we open up ourselves for another relationship, there is that voice at the back of our head reminding us what we learn. A voice that tells us that they don't love you, that they leave, that you are unlovable. And every time they make a mistake or they did something to hurt you intentionally or otherwise, you lost that argument with yourself. And all these wrong ideas that you have gets reinforced to such a point where you take it as undeniable fact. And you give up on love. We have to understand this distinction between the person we love, the person who loves us, and love itself. The person we love might not love us back. But it's not to say that love hurts, because love didn't. Lack of love did. The person who loves us might hurt us because they are a person. They are not love. And so... They are also sadness, they are also anger, they are also joy, they are also disgust and fear and frustration and worries, but they are also love. And love is this beautiful thing that they do, that day-to-day habit that they have that means to tell you, I love you. But love didn't hurt you. Anger did. Or sadness did. Maybe fear did. And when he left, again, it wasn't love that hurt. 
was the lack of love. Because love didn't leave. The person did. And I know it's hard to believe for a lot of us. But sometimes the person can leave. But the love can stay. And in a way, maybe the person took it away. But the love is there. And we need to be aware that the habitual response that we have in response to love is a habit that was learned from our own personal experience that was formed years ago. It was from our partial understanding of one experience that we had out of thousands of possibilities. And now as adults, we have the capacity to change these habits. And it is our responsibility to work on it before coming into another relationship. Because essentially, when we come into a relationship, this is the exact habit that we're bringing. When you have a relationship, both your habit and her habits will come up at some point, one way or the other. And if you still have these bad habits, you will not only hurt the person you love, but you will inevitably hurt yourself as well. Because at some point, she will walk away. Again, not because she doesn't love you, not because she gave up on you, but because you were looking for a familiar pain and she wasn't willing to hurt you. But you couldn't understand that. You couldn't see that. Because based on your past experience, it has always been the case where you were wrong. And she was right. And you were not worth it. And so she left. You cannot, for the love of God, imagine another possibility that would have made her leave. You couldn't imagine another explanation, another perspective because of the lack of knowledge. You think that just because she was the one who left, she was fed up with the relationship, then she must not love you because once you love someone, you never stop loving them. And you're probably right in the very last bit. I don't think you stop loving someone ever. Just because she walked away, just because she no longer wants to be in that relationship, that doesn't mean that she stopped loving you either. But you can't believe that, can you? Because it has never ringed through before. And honestly, the only way to fix it is by forming new habits. And the only way to make new habits is by opening ourselves up for more experience and discover the new possibilities for ourselves. You gotta give love another chance. You gotta give yourself another chance. And it's not to say that relationship is for everyone. At the end of the day, you get to decide if you want to be in a relationship or not. But the point is to stop fear from taking control of our actions. We have to realize that whenever we walk into another relationship, we get to decide what new habits we would have. Well, at least with the person, if the decision is yours, because then your partner has a say in it too, right? But in a sense, you have to make the decision. So whenever you are in a relationship, take a good look at the habits that you have or the habits that you're currently forming. How many good habits do you have? And how many bad habits do you have? And where are these habits coming from? Is it coming from you? Is it from your partner? Is there any way we can remedy the situation if need be? Now I know no relationship is going to be perfectly healthy. 
and no relationship will have no bad habits at all. But at least you have more good habits than bad habits. Because we are responsible for making these habits. And I'm not saying that it is easy. I know how hard it could be to change your habit that you formed since you were a kid that you weren't even aware of until today. But you gotta try. I think that's one of the most important things, right? That we try. Because we are not looking for perfection. We're just doing the best with what we have. And we're doing the best with what we could do. I believe that there's no such thing as happily ever after. I know it sounds wrong for a hopeless romantic to say that. But I do believe that there is no happily ever after. We all have to stop chasing that fairy tale of a perfect relationship because it does not exist. But at least you can get a good enough relationship that is real. Again, it's impossible to aim for perfection because as humans we are not perfect. But we can be good enough. And I think that creating these little habits with your partner is not only one of the most important things, but it's also one of the best things to do. It's a moment of understanding each other and finding ways to tell the other person that she's loved. And once you have these habits, you can easily surprise her by going on a slightly different direction or by doing something a little extra. And then you'll have yourself that beautiful moment where you look into her eyes and see pure happiness and joy as you tell her jokingly. Please don't make this a habit. It's been me, Arm Lad. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.